This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heyo, welcome to the TFA Dino Show. It's your guy, Robbie Jeffries, rolling solo tonight. Tom is still on vacation, still rocking it, getting his R&R before the season kicks off. We're going to have a ton of content for you here at TFA. Not only is the Dino Show going to keep on rocking each week, but we're going to have a bunch of redraft content for you. Start sits, waiver wire, Sunday morning questions, You know your mailbag questions on Wednesday night uh, before the Thursday games, just everything that you could ever need. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Fantasy Authority. So without further ado, let's get into this episode, episode 39 of The Dino Show, and we are talking deep dynasty sleepers. So if you guys remember, I did this in 2020, and we had some actually intriguing names that came out and actually showed that they had some value. Um, and these are guys that you can basically pick up on your dynasty waiver wires or trade for like a you know a future fourth or a future third pick. And some of those names we had last year were Mike Davis, Logan Thomas, and Gabe Davis were three guys that I suggested you go out and try and acquire. And they have absolutely exceeded expectations. So let's see who we have in store for 2021 and beyond. First up at quarterback, I'm going to go with Kellen Mond. And this guy was a early third-round pick out of Texas A&M. The Vikings selected him with, I believe, the first overall pick in the third round. This guy is a strong-armed, dual-threat quarterback who just got better each and every season at Texas A&M. Um, he can move around the pocket. He can extend the play. And honestly, he just really needs to work on his decisiveness and his mental processing of the plays, especially as we're going to the NFL level. That was something he struggled with a little bit in college, and he will obviously at the next level. But um, he doesn't have to start right away, right? They have Kirk Cousins there in Minnesota, and Kellen Mond was actually just named the backup on the depth charts that came out today. Uh, so he is going to back up Kirk Cousins. I think that's a, a, one of the best guys that he can follow because one of Kirk's strengths is actually processing defenses, making good decisions, limiting his turnovers. So I think that's a perfect mesh for a starter to, to mentor the backup. And who knows, you know, in a year, Cousins could get traded. Uh, if Mon shows enough progression, I do think he has um, starter talent. He's just going to be a guy that you maybe have to wait on for a year before he gets there outside of injury, of course. So I think he can be had for a 2022 third round pick in super flex leagues. 
The second quarterback I will bring to the table is Marcus Mariota. And, and this is the guy that absolutely nobody is talking about. This is a name that I honestly haven't heard on a dynasty podcast in years. Like nobody is talking about him. Why? Cause he's been a backup for the last couple of years, but we have seen with um, that that draft class, Jameis Winston, uh, the guy who was drafted right before him at the 101, uh, was also a backup here last year with the Saints, and he has finally gotten his opportunity. People are talking about him. His dynasty stock has risen again, and I think the same thing can happen with Marcus Mariota. Derek Carr is on the second to last year of his deal, and he has no dead money after this year. There has been a ton of rumors kind of surrounding the Raiders and, and their future with Derek Carr. We saw that going all the way back to last offseason, and I don't think a lot of that has disappeared with the Raiders still struggling to make the playoffs and, and get over that hump and get back into the mix uh, of that playoff hunt. And so if we look at Mariota when he was the starter, he was actually pretty solid. The only problem is the Titans couldn't put everything together uh, to get those W's. Um, his accuracy was maybe the biggest thing, and even that wasn't that terrible. He didn't turn the football over a ton. He was a, a really good dual-threat quarterback. He had really good rushing stats, to, similar to what we see in Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson, where he's dangerous enough to do that. Uh, and honestly, I, I would be surprised if they don't give him a shot if this team is, let's say, three and six out of the gates or four and seven, if they don't say, hey, Mariota, let's see what you have uh, and see if maybe you're at least the bridge quarterback or the future for the Raiders. And so given his his history, his draft pedigree, his ability to just keep defenses honest with his legs, I think he's really worth nothing right now. You can probably get him for a 2022nd fourth round pick, rookie pick. And maybe he's out there in waivers. And again, this is super flex leagues. You're not looking at him in single QB leagues, but he's a guy that I would actually be looking at stashing because I think if anything were to happen to Carr or if they move on from him in 2022, Marriott has a really good chance to be that starter. Moving to the running back position, I'm going to talk about a guy that I've been hyping up for a long time now, Savon Ahmed. Uh, this is a guy that I really liked in the pre-draft process going back to the 2020 uh, draft, but the only problem was is he had a horrendous 40 time. Um, it was not good. It really crushed his draft stock to where he was a UDFA that went to the 49ers. And he honestly would have made my deep sleepers last year, but he actually got cut um, from the 49ers in lieu of Jamichael Hasty, who I did have uh, as one of my deep sleepers uh, who popped off for a game or two. But he has now managed to find success in, in Miami. And so I think Savan Ahmed is a guy that's really behind a former seventh round pick in Miles Gaskin, who has showed some promise, but I don't know if he's the solidified absolute the guy for Miami long-term. I absolutely think the door is still open for Savan to maybe take that role. We saw that he produced when Gaskin was hurt last year. He has the ability to not only be a good pass catcher like Gaskin, but he's pretty good up the middle as well in his rushing, even being a little bit smaller of a back. He's very shifty. He has really good acceleration, um, kind of this phone booth type of uh, running back who can do it all. So this is a guy that I think can be had, again, for a 2022nd fourth-round pick. He's not expensive to get, and I think his value rises when we talk this time next year. The second running back that I will bring to you is Kylan Hill, who is a 2021 rookie seventh round pick for the Green Bay Packers. Um, this guy is legitimately going to be on waivers in your dynasty leagues. If not, he's going to be super cheap. Just wait for somebody to probably cut him. Um, he was really promising at uh, Mississippi State. 
He was arguably the second best pass catching running back in this class behind Kenneth Gainwell. And he's absolutely entrenched as that running back three behind Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon for the Packers. And if anything happens to Aaron Jones, who we know has been nicked up almost every single season, um, I think it's kind of wheels up for Kylan Hill to be that pass catching running back on third downs, on passing downs to A.J. Dillon uh, being the first and second down rusher. I think they they complement each other really well. And so if anything were to happen to Aaron Jones, I think that Kylan Hill would be a really good stash here for you that could see his ADP and his value in dynasties rocket up. Jared Patterson will be the next guy I bring. Again, another lowly drafted UDFA. I wasn't even drafted, I should say, UDFA. Um, who has popped for Washington in training camp and this preseason. Um, He's just had a a lot of buzz around him, honestly. And this is a guy that I think if he gets a little bit of time and you give him time to develop in 2022, I think once JD McKissick moves on, which I think he will, he was signed to a two year contract last year. So in the last year of his deal, I think they move on from him. Um, This could be a guy that kind of mixes in there with Antonio Gibson and actually shows to have a lot of uh, value here this time next year. He was a product of Buffalo. He scored 53 touchdowns in just three seasons in college there in New York. And so um, this is a guy that that just knows how to find the end zone, knows how to produce, and you're going to be able to scoop him up off the waiver wire in your dynasty leagues. I've already done that in a ton of my leagues. I encourage you to do the same in your dynasty leagues. The last running back I will bring to you is a guy that I loved in the pre-draft process, but he's been absolutely buried the last two years, and that's Keyshawn Vaughn, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, It's been a tough ride for him. There's no doubt about it. He got buried by Leonard Fournette coming in last minute in 2020 um, when it looked like he was going to split time, just him and Ronald Jones. Now he gets buried even further with the addition of Gio Bernard. So don't be surprised to see this guy on your waiver wire if people get tired of waiting for him because he can't be stashed on a rookie taxi squad anymore. He has to be carried on an active dynasty roster. And I don't think a lot of people want to wait around for a guy that's a four-string running back on a team. So, But I think Keyshawn Vaughn absolutely gets a shot with the trio of Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, and Gio all be on the last year of their contracts. This could be an absolutely different backfield in 2022. So be patient. Give him 12 months. See where he's at next September. I think this is a guy that could pay off if you go and get him now before his ADP has the potential to rise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, moving on to the wide receivers. Nico Collins is going to be the first guy I throw up. This was a guy that I was absolutely high on in the pre-draft process, and then he had to go in the second round to Houston, and his uh, ADP has really shot up since then. But with Houston being an absolute dumpster fire, with Watson probably not going to play this year, I think that his ADP has kind of plateaued at a level where I think you can go and get him for probably a 2022 third round pick. And if you're patient, you wait a year. This is a guy that I think could be an absolute steal come this time next year, because this is a guy that probably isn't ready to be an NFL wide receiver in year one. His routes are are not polished up. He's basically a big athletic um, 
jump ball type of wide receiver that has a Chase Claypool vibes, but just needs to kind of polish up the route tree a lot more. So if you give him time, if you let Houston suck this year, they get an early first round pick. They take their quarterback of the future. Uh, you know, Brandon Cooks may or may not be there long term. You know, this is a guy that I think come 2022 could absolutely be a guy that if you said, hey, I traded a 2022 third for him and now look where he's at, you could make out like an absolute bandit. The second guy I'll bring to the table here for wide receivers is Brian Edwards. This is a guy that if you're a Brian Edwards truther, you will not have moved off of him. Don't try and trade for him from Brian Edwards truthers. You you basically need to wait till his retirement to get him from them. But for the other owners who say, hey, this guy was a bum for me last year. He didn't do anything. Sure, he has a shot to be the wide receiver one, but he's older. You know, this is a bad offense. Not interested. You can go and, and offer them a 2022 third because I think this is actually one of the more quote unquote expensive guys that I'm going to bring in this deep sleeper pod. But this is a guy that still is going outside the top 50 wide receivers in Dynasty. He has really no wide receivers to compete with. Um, Henry Ruggs is the exact opposite type of wide receiver from him. Hunter Renfro not doing it for me. They cut John Brown. So while this offense isn't going to be amazing, he's going to be super cheap, and he could legitimately lead this team in wide receiver targets. I think he has that ability, and I'd say he's probably the most talented despite Henry Ruggs going in the first round. I think that he was overdrafted. I think he is a little bit more of a one-trick pony than this full dynamic wide receiver that the Raiders thought he would be. Um, So Brian Edwards is a guy that I think you can get cheap right now, can even produce for you in 2021 and be better um, in 2022. Next up, Donovan Peoples-Jones. This is another athletic former Michigan wide receiver that makes my deep sleeper list for this year. And he didn't play a lot last year, but when he did, he absolutely housed bombs. He had 14 receptions for 304 yards, which was just bonkers. That's over 20 yards per reception, and he had two TDs to boot. Um, He's extremely fast, as you can tell from those stats. He's extremely lengthy, and both Jarvis and OBJ are are older wide receivers. And get this, they are basically going to eat up $31 million in cap space next year, both of them combined, and they only have $1.5 million in dead cap combined. So one of them has zero. The other one, I think, is Jarvis Landry, has $1.5 million dead cap. They are likely to be either restructured deals or probably just straight up cut at one, if not both of them. And so I think that leaves the door wide open for DPJ to get in a great position to um, boost his stock in 2022. And I think he has a chance to make some flashes more than he did in 2020 um, in this season. So keep an eye on him, add him to your rosters. I think he can be had for a 2022 fourth round pick. Um, maybe you have to pay a 2022 third, but I think some people will just move off of him um, for a late round fourth round pick. Finally at wide receiver, I have KJ Osborne. And this is a name that most people probably have not even heard of. They don't know who this guy is, but he's a guy that's been having a really, really solid uh, mini camp and then training camp for the Vikings. He's a second year guy, um, really didn't do a whole lot his first year. And that's why you haven't heard of him. But now after popping in in training camp and, and mini camp, Chad Beebe goes out to injury. K.J. Osborne was just named the wide receiver three in this offense behind Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And we got to remember, Adam Thielen is a 31-year-old wide receiver. I don't think he'll be around for too much longer. And so I think 
KJ Osborne has a fantastic opportunity to get more involved this year, um, get some targets, maybe 40 to 50 targets as that wide receiver three. And then who knows, maybe next year Adam Thielen moves on, he's out the door, and, and he can maybe even take a further step. But uh, this year without Irv Smith there, who is projected to be third or fourth in the targets behind those two wide receivers and Dalvin Cook, I think Osborne is, is the, kind of that next man up, and he's 100% free. He's definitely on dynasty waiver wires. He's a guy you can – just add to your team and let him sit there and gain value because I do think he will have some run this year and who knows what might happen if Thielen moves on in 2022. Finishing this show up with the tight end room, I, I got to talk about my guy, Tommy Tremble. This is a guy that I hyped as my tight end three in this class behind Kyle Pitts and Pat Fryermuth. Um, I liked him more than Brevin Jordan. He was drafted higher than Brevin Jordan in the third round to the Panthers. Now, Dan Arnold is there year one, but again, this is a, a tight end that I think we're probably going to have to wait on, like most tight ends. We had to wait on Mark Andrews. We had to wait on Mike Kosicki. Uh, we're used to having to wait on tight ends to develop. TJ Hawkinson, same thing. So Tommy Treble, probably no different. He won't do a ton for you this first year. But the one thing that's a little bit different with him is that he's an absolute mauler in the, the running game and the pass blocking game. He's a guy that can get on the field early with his pass blocking chops, his run blocking chops. So I think he's a guy that can get snaps early and, and maybe in year two, year three, he's a guy that will absolutely take that step and be a fantasy valuable tight end, a dynasty tight end that you would want to target. But get him now while he's cheap. Stash him on your rookie taxi squad. Um, he needs to be on your trade radar because he's probably on another team. You need to, you probably need to give up a 2022 fourth round pick for him, um, maybe even a third. But this is a guy that I think absolutely can produce. Give it a year or two, um, and he will be a fantasy asset. The final name I will bring to you on this episode of Deep Dynasty Sleepers is Jacob Harris. Now, if you guys have heard this name before, it's probably because I've talked about him on the TFA Airways before. He is a deep, deep stash for your teams. Um, he is a rookie drafted in the fourth round by the Rams. Um, he's a former soccer player. He walked on at two different schools. Eventually, he produces in his last two years at UCF. This guy is an athletic freak. He's 6'5", he's 220 pounds, and he runs a sub 4440. He really moves like a wide receiver, but like can play tight end like Jimmy Graham, a go up and get it type of guy. Just super athletic. And I think being a former soccer player that has, you know, transferred sports, transferred to different schools, been a walk on, he will need some time to develop because he doesn't know the game fully. So he's going to be a guy that probably takes a year, maybe even two years before he is fantasy relevant. But this is a guy that needs to be stashed on your team because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, the Rams currently only have Tyler Higby and Johnny Munt on the tight end roster in front of him. And who knows, he can honestly move around, be a slot wide receiver, um, play above Johnny Munt, who's more of a blocker anyways. So this is a guy that I think you can absolutely get for a 2022 fourth round pick. And you need to be targeting in your dynasty leagues. So that's it. That's all I have for you. These are deep dynasty sleepers. Remember, these, not all these guys are going to hit. They're definitely dart throws, but we saw guys like Mike Davis hit. 
uh, Logan Thomas hit and Gabe Davis hit that were on this list last year. So there's hopefully going to be a couple more names here that hit for you in 2021 and beyond. Make sure you subscribe. Please leave a review. We've had a ton of people subscribing to the podcast, but not a lot of people leaving reviews. So if you take just 30 seconds out of your day, leave a, a great review for us. We would really appreciate that. And let us know what else you would like to hear. We are here for the people here at TSA. Until the next pod, see you.